podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast. Joining me, as always, is my esteemed yep. colleague, yep. Mr. Joseph yep. Smith. How are we doing? Yep. I'm very good, thank you. How are yeah. you? Are you in full World Cup fever mode? World Cup whatever you want to call fever it. meets Christmas fever meets... Uh, what else have we got this time of year? Pumpkin season and that. Pumpkin season, fireworks season, yeah. um, you know, all that jazz. Yeah, it feels very Christmassy. Look at that. There you go. We've, we've pushed the boat out here. Look at this. Hey. So. Don't get any more festive than that. Um, we are doing a festive competition yeah. yeah as we always do on this channel the 12 days of paddock yeah. is an essential part of the christmas period now i'm sure you're all aware of it but yes. i'll tell you about it anyway uh we'll be giving away praises praises and prizes over a 12-day period yeah. for our members if you join our membership you will get to enter the draw so each day for 12 days you can win a different prize and the big prize at oh, the end of it all this is right this is the best prize you can possibly imagine when you think Oh, what would it be? What would be the best thing they could be giving away? You think, oh, maybe it could be like a PlayStation. Maybe it could be like a ticket for this event or that event. Really, we all know what the best prize is, Jane. What is the best prize? Say it with me. Three, two, one. Cash. Yeah. Money. Cash. <laughs> so we're just going to give away 500 quid cash. Yeah. So if you want to have a chance of winning it, in, if, it, if, you, if you're in England, it'll be pounds. If you're in any other country, it'll be the country or the, and the, yeah. the, the euros the Euro. or dollars. Yeah, it could be the QAT dinar, no. which is the Yen. most uh, highly regarded currency in the world. Really? Yes. Do so if you want it in that, you can have it in the dinar in Tunisia. Uh, yeah. Yeah, obviously not the QAT one, but just that was the, the currency. So whichever currency you live with, we will be giving That's, you £500 you know worth of that currency. I wish that Paddock had been around back in the day. Yeah. Because then I wouldn't have had to sell my prizes for cash no. to buy drugs. You know I would have I mean? just had the, the, the money. Not that I'm encouraging anyone to spend it on drugs. Feels like you are a bit. <laughs> we're also giving away loads of other great prizes. Manscaped packages. We're giving away uh, Ridge wallets. We're giving away uh, vouchers. We're giving away uh, Paddock merch. We're giving away all sorts of stuff. And right, for starters, the 12 days of Paddock is mint. Get involved. Yeah. Join. Get involved in the, obviously, the draw. Hopefully you can win some, some money and, you know, give yourself a little bit of a boost for Christmas. But... Even if you're just a member, yeah. you get ex extras as well. You get discount on the merch. You get extra content as well. We put videos up there on the uh, on the members section. You get to be part of an exclusive Telegram group as well, where you can yeah. have a chat with other like-minded reds. So there's other things there as well, uh, not just the, the obviously the the, the the prizes that are on offer, mm. but also the extra content and stuff we do provide for our members. So go and check out the membership section. We do appreciate all the support we've had from our members over the last two and a bit years, yeah. two, two and a half years almost, oh, yeah. since we took over at Stretford Paddock. Um, what we're talking about today, Arkid? Transfers. Transfers. All sorts going on. We're, look, we're looking ahead a little bit to Man United's friendly on Wednesday. Uh, yep. We're looking ahead at... Can what, United are playing, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, what seems to be Cristiano Ronaldo's destination. Looks set and then oh, not God. set, depending on who you believe. Um, little bits on Sancho, uh, updates on Frimpong, we've got Gakpo, we've got all sorts going on. So, lo weirdly, quite a bit of Man United news today, despite it being, you know, World Cup season. Can we get the Ronnie stuff out of the way? Do get involved in the chat and the comments. I want to sort of, one day I will, you know, we will, as a club, as a fan base, as a channel, get past this Cristiano Ronaldo saga. But we thought we'd give you an update because, you know, since he's left United, he's not gone anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and now it looks like he could be going to Saudi Arabia. 
Yep. For a bit of a deal there, our kid, isn't the, it? It's going to Marco or Master, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Um, but the, the, they're saying that it's sort of deal done, 2.5-year uh, contract, 200 million euros per season. Um, I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. Messi and Neymar are both on, uh, sorry, on 75 million and 70 million euros, respectively. Porpoise. So this would be almost three times what Neymar's on. Um, there were some rumours that this includes any sort of sponsorship deals. Now, I don't know how much he makes per year currently on those, but presumably that is, that will be absolutely crucial for them, won't it? Because they will, I would guess, think that they can make most of that money back or a lot of that money back um, on the money they bring in from sponsorship from his face and his name and his sort of likeness. So yeah. I think that's a crucial part of it. But for Ronaldo, it's like, it's like Elvis doing Vegas in it. He's doing it basically. It's a good doing, analogy now. Yeah, he's doing uh, what's it called? Uh, where you residency. Uh, he's doing a residency in Saudi Arabia for two years. Yeah, it's not like him trying to in, in, increase his career. It's him sort of consolidating and capitalizing on the career he's already built. So uh, yeah, he's doing his residency in Saudi Arabia. Huge contract, uh, two hundred million euros a season. Fair enough. Go and have it. It just shows on it that the, the, this is the reason he wanted to go. I don't think there was anything to do with he wanted Champions League football or. He fell out with Sanag. He obviously, he's not daft, Ronaldo. He knew if he left United, he could massively increase his wages, despite the fact that he was on big money United. And that's what's happened. And you know what? I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. I think that, you know, time is a great healer. And there was a lot of United fans who were quite angry the way Ronaldo's gone about handling all this and, and sort of engineering a move and giving that interview and all that other stuff and criticising Sanag, although we do like the, the, the criticism of the Glazers. I think you know, in a few years' time or whenever, people just be like, you know what, he won the Ballon d'Or, he won three Premier League titles, he won the Champions League. Even in his final full season, he still managed 24 goals. So let's just remember the good times. And yeah, let's all just move on and, you know, 200 million euros per season. Do you know what? I can't even knock it. I can't even say, well, what about your legacy? What about the goals? Just fucking 200 million quid a season. Like, And I'm guessing, no disrespect to the Saudi Arabian League, whatever, it's not going to be the most taxing period of his career no and there are very few human beings on earth making that sort of money even when you go into the sort of the real big boys there are billionaires that aren't making that much a year yeah. do you know what I mean like there are some people whose net worth is a billion and at the end of the year it's 1.1 billion mm. that's less than he's made so yeah. like you know it's it's unbelievable so yeah I don't think that anyone could knock him for that he maybe wanted to get more Champions League goals but he's still got 150 or whatever it is like his, his, his legacy as one of the all time greats is absolutely cemented there's, there's no doubt about that there's, you know there'll be a debate whether it's him whether it's Messi whether it's Maradona but He's, he's certainly up there. There's no there's no question about that. And whether you think Ronaldo is the GOAT or not, you can't deny he's had an uh, unreal career. He's smashed all sorts of records. The, 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 you know, not just the goal-scoring fee as well, but the trophies he's won, the Ballon yeah. d'Ors, everything. And he's done it in so many different leagues. He's obviously yeah. done it in the Premier League. He's done it in Portugal. He's done it in Spain. He's done it in uh, Italy. Now we'll find out if he can do it on a cold rainy night in Riyadh. Yeah, nice. But it's just one of those, you know, there's not many players who've sort of gone to all the different leagues and done what he's done. No. So, fair play with him. Um, get involved in the chat and the comments. Let us know what you think. Don't forget as well to hit like. Uh, and if anyone, you know, has any updates on the, what is it, Japan? Croatia. Um, Croatia well, I can game. tell you right now, it's still 1-1. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the the clash this afternoon, and then you've got Brazil South Korea later, yeah, isn't it? Uh, which like is it. like a United game, isn't it? With that many United players playing for Brazil, I know. Do you know what I mean? And the Casemiro and um, Fred, yeah, Fred nice the big that, boys. It? it is good. That's as many as play for any country. Yeah, that's it. Mm. So you know we'll be tuning into that one later. Um, right, shall we move on? Yeah. 
there's a United game on the horizon. Yeah. Can you believe it? Eh? It seems like it's been about five years since we last had one, but it's not. It's been about three weeks. Uh, but we're over in Cadiz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk me through it. So the squad is confirmed. Some notable sort of players in there. Obviously, you've got De Gea, Heat and Dubravka, the, the people you'd expect, but then a few youngsters as well. Uh, Reese Bennett, Tyler Fredrickson, um, Sam Murray, Bjorn Hardley, uh, Maxi uh, Adele, uh, sorry, Adele. You've got, um, sorry to interrupt there, see that Charlie McNeil's in there. Yeah. We Ch love Charlie, Charlie McNeil. McNeil. Great to see that. Um, Joe Hugill as well. Kobe Mayno, another one who's quite well known but hasn't come into the first team yet. Um, obviously, you've got likes of McTominay, Van der Beek, uh, Elanga, Shola Shuratire, uh, like you said there, Charlie McNeil, what's, um, what, what's, Ganacho and Marshall as well. What is the script, right, with Phil Jones? Just out of curiosity. I'm not trying to I, have a okay, dig at him because well, here you go. I, I'm done with all that. Uh, I read something today that apparently he had an injury years ago. I think it was something to do with his meniscus. Yeah. Or, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the specifics of it are less important. Basically... Apparently, that he had some surgery on it about 12 months ago that hasn't really worked, apparently, right. which is quite sad. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's not really in the team. He's not really in training. Um, yeah. I, think it, I think he's basically on the way out. And, yeah, he's at a point where the surgery he had to repair something didn't really work from what I read. Yeah, well, someone messaged me before saying they, so they were at the airport not going to Spain. They saw Phil Jones, like, legitimately, I'm not lying. Mm. I was like, well, why is he going somewhere else other than Cadiz? But, yeah. obviously, if he's injured, he's injured. And, you know, we know we don't need to... Sad, in it, as well? It, it is sad, because Jones. people laugh, right? And there's there's a few clips of certain other Stratford Paddock presenters making bold statements about Phil Jones. But don't forget, Fergie made a statement. I remember seeing Phil Jones at Blackburn, and he looked unreal, and he was only 18. 18 in the centre of defence at a team that was, you know, battling relegation, and he helped keep them up. Mm. So there was a time when Phil Jones, you know, was absolutely flying, but the last four or five years, or whatever it's been, have just been horrendous for him. And, you know, it's it's just sad to see, really. It's sad yeah. to see any United player sort of fizzle out in the way he has, especially when he's become such a source of ridicule. But there's a lot of youngsters there. Yeah. Great to see them getting a bit of a run out. Obviously, we know Zidane and Charlie um, from what we saw in pre-season. Joe Hugill and Charlie McNeil, big goal scorers. Um, Donny van der Beek and, and Anthony Langer. Do you mm. think this could be a chance for them to sort of do anything? No. Or do you think that they're no. fringe this is players at for, best? For Anthony Martial, Garnacho, De Gea... Maybe the likes of Iqbal uh, and, and Savage and, and Lindelof to get some fitness. That's really all I can see it being. Um, I, and, and they need that, by the way. Marshall especially needs that. Who Of those names mentioned, De Gea is guaranteed to start no matter what at the moment. Mm. Um, and of the rest of them, Anthony Marshall is the only other one that would be starting most weeks when he's fit. So those are the two I'm really excited to see. But I just don't see where... I think we've seen what Van der Beek is. Yeah. Another thing that we can... This argument of there's still more to come from him. Like yeah. Maybe there is, but we can't keep waiting at this point. I think we're, we're unlikely to see any more from Donny van der Beek than we have already seen. No, I agree. Uh, Man United Shavon says, Jay, I need your address for your Christmas present. You don't have to send me a Christmas present. Your support on this channel is more than enough. Uh, Mank Mike 93 says, might be a silly question, but does the member discount automatically apply when going to buy merch? Want to get a few bits for Christmas? Uh, no, you get access to the code when you become a member. Right, uh, I'm glad you answered we'll that. We'll give you the code. Yeah. Um, yeah, Beers, Beers says, I would be surprised if Donny is here next season as well. Yeah, I think that sooner or later, we just have to say, it ain't working out for Donny van der Beek. No. And there was a time when it looked like it might do. There was a time when it looked like he had no chance. And now he's somewhere in between. I still think there's, you know, it's not done, done. But realistically, he ain't getting it. On that 
no, or, or towards that vein, another player that has kind of had... <clears throat> I wouldn't say that people are saying he's done, but there are people who are questioning the future of um, Jaden Sancho. He's not going on the trip because he's continuing his sort of personal fitness program that... I don't... <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if it's... It was set to him by the club or whether he did it himself and the club agreed to it because the, the reports I saw were that he's doing this... Um, personal training program and the club have sort of sanctioned it they've said that's okay for him to continue that so that doesn't sound like they've told him to do that does it It sounds like he's asked them and they've agreed to it what do you make of all that you know he's off training in the netherlands with someone else james sancho if it's um you know the ends justify the means don't they? if it's getting him up to scratch and where he needs to be in terms of his united career then i'm all for it I don't think particularly, you know, playing a, a game a friendly in Cadiz is necessarily or a couple of friendlies is necessarily going to turn his season around for him. No. Um, but getting in maybe his fitness levels, whatever it is, mm. if someone's working on that with an, uh, on an individual basis, then more power to him. It's, it's been weird because we've had a sort of a little bit of reminder for me these last sort of few days with Jude yeah. Bellingham because yeah. Jude Bellingham's obviously flying for England, been flying at Dortmund, and there was a time when Jaden Sancho was that guy, I know he's a different position. I'm not saying, any, you know, I'm not comparing them as players. I'm comparing the situation. Jaden Sancho was a young lad who left City, yeah. despite the fact that City wanted to keep him, apparently Pep Guardiola, I think, wanted him to stay. Gone to Dortmund, smashed it, had, had one of the highest rates of goals and assists in any of the top leagues, and then started playing for England. Did okay for a while. Then I think it was it Ukraine in the Euros, for example, when he was absolutely smashing it. Um, and people going, you know what? Jaden Sancho, what a guy. Obviously, you know, that's before, or sorry, that's after he got his big money move, I think, to, to Manchester United as well. Yeah. So, you know, everything was going right for him. And then he's had this spell where he had a bad season last season, although everyone at United did. This season started off all right, you know, yeah. apart from the first two games, you goal against Leicester. I think it was Leicester, wasn't it? Goal against the Scousers, yeah. goal against, uh, was it Sheriff away? You know, showing the, um, the, the, the shin pads that a fan had given him. Everyone's sort of getting behind him. And then his form has just deserted him. And now a lot of people are sort of just massively questioning his future though, at United. It's weird that it, it went that way because it looked like this season, pre-season it was excellent. Like you said, those early games, obviously excluding the first two games, but yeah. that, that sort of early spell, he looked good and he looked like one of United's best attacking players. Um, and he, him and Rashford both kind of looked like they were doing the same thing together, you know, like picking it up from last season, yeah. coming back looking like the best. And Rashford's continued that acceleration and continued to improve. Um, back to where he was two years ago. And Sancho hasn't. He's gone the other way. And I don't know what's happened there. And then there is something interesting about a player having time off because of the World Cup. I know this, the whole situation is new, but just, you know, having a player that isn't training with their, their team because they've got their own individual training program, mm. that isn't something you hear of very often. No. It's not a rehabilitation. It's not like he's been injured and he's got specific sort of physios and specialists on an injury or on a part of the body. It's just like he's just off training somewhere else. Like the, the football-based stuff or whatever that Ten Hag's doing isn't what he needs. Like there's something going on there, isn't there? Like yeah. I don't know what it is. Is it fitness thing? Is it a... Uh, I don't know. But why is he off doing something with everyone else? I like that Ten Hag's agreed to it. Hopefully it's a sign that he's trying to turn things around and push in the right direction. But it is unusual, isn't it? That's yeah. not a situation I'm used to seeing. I know we, we, we saw it before where Bruno Fernandes and Fred would train with like Ryan Hopper and stuff. But that was... During lockdown, I want it. During and, lockdown. And on top of their training. Yeah. Because they weren't and playing they were games. still with yeah. the club. Yeah. 
So I don't know, you know, why he's missing friendlies for the sake of doing training when friendlies are meant to help improve your fitness. It's just a weird situation. I'd like to know more about that. And I'm sure, hopefully, in 12 months' time, we can see an interview with a banging form Jaden Sancho who's got eight goals, eight assists to start next season. And he's telling us about what went wrong for the first sort of 12 or 18 months of his United career, looking back, you know, uh, sitting on top again. But it's a, it's, it's a bit of a weird situation. that I don't really know what to say about it because I've never seen it before. No, I, 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 it's quite rare. I can't, I can't think of it. It might have happened before, I'm sure it has. Yeah. Uh, people, I've been Vermis as a report saying Eric Tanag approved of the coaches. Uh, Thomas and, um says, did Christian Pulisic's World Cup campaign change anyone's opinion on him having him at United? No. Two man of the match and three goal contributions, not me personally. Just on the Jane Sancho thing, people need to realise as well, you know, I, I mean, I've been slightly guilty of that myself. I look at it and I go, do you know what? If everyone's fit, Martial down the middle, Anthony on the right, Marcus on the left. Mm. That's your front three for me. Where's Jane and Sancho coming in? And also we're being linked with someone like Cody Gakpo. Yeah. And don't forget, Alejandro Ganacho's absolutely smashing it. Yeah. He's going to be in the conversation as well. Where does that leave Sancho? But then you look at it and you think, if you are going to challenge for the top prizes mm -hmm. and challenge for titles and challenge in Europe, you need a squad. Yeah. And you need more than four or five. You need about six players in your attacking department. Look at City. They had like Foden, Grealish, Jesus, this is last season, Sterling, um, then you've got the Silver and De Bruyne and all that slightly deeper. But they had like seven, six or seven uh, Gundogan yeah. who were in like those four positions or five positions all vying for it. Yeah. And I think, you know, United haven't really had that. And there is going to be space for people to be rotating and stuff. So you do want Jadon Sancho to get back to his best because there's a reason we spent 70 odd million quid for him. And I've also, I don't think, I can't recall many people moaning when we did. No. I certainly didn't see many on this channel. Well, we covered like it extensively. Compared to, one of, to, to the 150 and 120 they wanted the year before. And also, like you said, even if he's not first choice, Ronaldo hasn't been first choice this season. Lindelof hasn't been first choice this season. They've both played double-digit games. Yeah. Like, neither of them are first choice, but you still get plenty of games. Like you said, you need rotation, you need different options. So a flying Jaden Sancho could I, very well make himself first choice again it, with the opportunities he gets. I feel sorry for him as well. And, you know, I know... Sometimes as football fans, we can be pretty unforgiving. Good to see uh, John Shin in the chat as well. Um, I, I just bet he's fucking well excited yeah, tonight, isn't he? I'm scared that John Shin may explode did later Sa on. South Korea didn't play Brazil in 2002, did they? Or did they? I don't know. John Shin, let us know in the, in the yeah. comments. Did South Korea play Brazil in 2002? I'm sure he's well, well he up is, on He's it. older than us, isn't he? Me. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> he's older than bit me. Bit harsh on John there. I always think that John's like my age or a bit younger, uh, but I think he's in like 30. It's because he's got a little baby face. Yeah. He's <laughs> aged very well. He's aged um, so much better than me. One thing I just want to say on J.D. Sancho before we move yes. on. Do you feel a bit sorry for him? He's yeah. had this big money move. It's not worked out. He's played under three managers in his first season. Shocking. Now under four. Um, he's also playing alongside players who lost their confidence completely. Yeah. Because last season was a was a pretty much a disaster. Um, there's a price tag. There's all that. They had the Euros. He misses a penalty. He gets pelters. So like everyone's gunning for him. It isn't easy just psychologically to sort of ignore all that noise and to put it to one side. And I think sometimes we just we dismiss it, don't we? And we go, well, they paid loads of money. Should be able to do with it. it it's not that. It's not that simple. Yeah. So like you said, hopefully Jaden Sancho can get back to his best because there is a very, very talented player there. And also, he seems like a decent kid to me. He doesn't yeah. seem like a, a, a knobhead. 
No, it seems all right. Yeah. Um, go on. What, yeah. what, what have you got for me? Uh, Korea didn't play each other, and Brazil didn't play each other in the World Cup. They played each other in 2002 after the World Cup in a friendly, which Brazil won. I can't imagine I'm, I'm remembering that, so I must have just got it wrong. Yeah. Um, but b- before we move on, Jay, yes. should we talk a little bit about Manscaped? Yes, because oh, tis the wait. season for clean balls. Fa-la-la-la-la, la-la-la-la, right? Our friends at Manscaped are helping... You clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. These innuendos are getting so stretched and loose, not like anything else, by the way. Right, like my reputation. Yeah, and ball bag. Yes. Um, That I don't even know what that means. Helping you clear your driveway for safe travels. I get the clear your driveway, but yeah. where, what's the, where does safe travels come into sort of the genital area? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, my genitals don't do any travelling. Um... Unless I do, travelling. So yeah. they do then? Yeah, they do. Um, from stocking stuffers to gift exchanges, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pops or the shampoo for your boo. Be the star of the gifting season and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog. I don't get that. I don't get it. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. You've, I don't know. I've can't, I've tried my hardest to keep up with some of this, right? But go from eggnog to nice hog. <laughs> nice hog, I get. What? Because hog is a term for a penis sometimes. Oh, is it? Like a little pig fella. I right. don't get what eggnog could be. Like from eggnog? Yeah. Right? So you're starting off with eggnog. Yeah, but I don't know what yeah. that is. Imagine, look, imagine someone pulled your trousers down and they went, I tell you what, I couldn't go near it. Why? Eggnog. Eggnog. Yeah. What is that? What that is. And then you've gone from that to nice hog. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you have to do to, to get that? All you have to well, do go on. is go to manscaped.com and use the code DEVILS20 for 20% off and free shipping. So it's not, it's 20% off and free shipping using the code DEVILS20. Now, forget the innuendo, forget all that stuff. Talk to me about trimming your boys. Uh, listen, the platinum, because we're now at platinum performance package 4.0, yeah. Yeah. yeah, is absolutely what it says. It is platinum. It's the elite. It's the creme de la creme. Yeah, it has revolutionized my entire existence. Mm. Yeah. Certainly your downstairs. Exactly. Because you've got everything in there. You've got the crop preserver. You've got the crop toner. You've got the anti-shaving boxing. You've got the travel bag. You've got the shears 2.0. You've got the weed whacker nose and hair trimmer. Mm. That's where you get shears 2.0 because a man of my age, you need a bit of that. So it's not just down there I'm looking better. It's here and here as well. You've also got like deodorants, gels, exfoliants, Mm. shampoo. Mm. Yeah. It's got everything you they want just, there. They just cover the entire male grooming yeah. and cleanliness spectrum, don't they? That's they just, what I they mean. just have everything. If you yeah. need a one-stop shop yeah. for getting your mop yeah. cropped, nice. The Manscape is the place to do it. It is because you know we've done it out before. You've done it in the sink with Brillo pads and knives yeah. and stuff, and it just doesn't work, does it? It's yeah. not the same as a, a lawnmower 4.0. I used to get a. Uh, uh, a, 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 laser, a couple of laser pens from Skegness Market yeah. and sort of point them so they would hit each other like something off yeah. James Bond. I was about to say you are like Goldfinger or whatever. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'd, I'd merge the lasers and try to burn off the pubes. Yeah. Zzz, How, what was the success rate? Very poor. Very. I've also got some light scarring on the shaft. Exactly. We don't get any light scarring on the shaft when you're using Manscaped. So go and check him out. Manscaped.com. Devil20. There's a link in the description. You get 20% off. You get free shipping as well. And what's this? This is this. What's this say here? The electric razor's advanced skin safe technology is a life changer mm. and known for reducing nicks and cuts on his Santa sack. Mm. There you go. There's a lovely image. 
Hey, so go and check them out. Don't forget, Devil's Sweaty. Links in the description. Big shout out to Manscapes. Your balls will thank you and all that. Yeah, it is. It's worth. It's a good Christmas present. That's going to check it out. Um, who are we going to talk about now? Great question. I think we should talk about Jeremy Frimpong. Should we? Yeah. Okay then. Let's do that. This is the geezer from where? By Leverkusen. I should know this. I had this morning in my news. Um, he's a right back, isn't he? he Dutch. Is. Yeah. Yeah. And we love Dutch players at Manchester United ever since Eric Eriksen has come. We love them anyway. And now we love love them even more. Now I believe this kid is available for around twenty four million squids. Yeah, twenty four million quid, twenty five million euro. That region. Yeah. Fabrizio Romano says that there is internal interest. Internal interest at, at, at Man United for Jeremy Frimpong. <laughs> internal interest, As, opposed to external interest. Mm. Hey, it's it's internal. I suppose it would have to be uh, internal, wouldn't it? Yeah, because if it's external interest, it's a different club to Man United. That just reminds me when it's like, have you ever watched Seinfeld? Yeah. When George Stanza's dad, he goes, "What happened to Aunt Baby? She died. What did she die?" He goes, "No problems. They were internal." <laughs> Just internal, yeah. like general. Yeah, just know, internal, internal interest. interest. We just, you know, just general internal stuff within, you know, the United organization within itself. The culture and the, yeah, the, opposed the, to another club which would have no bearing on United whatsoever. Yeah. So, do you know much about this kid or what? Um, I know a little bit about him. What I know mostly is that he seems to have quite a surprisingly adamant fan base. He's one of those players. Oh God. People like him a lot. I can't, I can't like, if you comp- he's, he's kind of a hipster's favorite. Uh, favorite. I can't. We've had enough of them. I can't. We right. Honestly, honestly, right. Listen, I get getting behind a player, mm. backing a player. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I still love Danny Welbeck. I understand all that. Yeah. But we have had the sort of the armies mobilize at times yeah. when you say something like, "I don't think Danny Van der Beek is good enough." You know? How dare you? And it's like you get in trouble. Get out! That's what I mean for the next three days. Mm. Or I made a joke about Ronaldo yeah. and was told that I was basically a Glazer Stooge yeah. who, you know, hated me children yeah. because that's criticised Cristiano you did, Ronaldo. That's not because you don't no, like Ronaldo. That's got nothing to do just because it costs too much. Um, so, yeah, it, it is one of those where you go, oh, no, not another, you know, Frim, FC, Frimpong FC. We've got Pogba FC, Martial FC, which, you know, all right, it's could be good now. <laughs> but do we Let's need another back. one? Listen, regardless of all that, do you think he can come in and do a job for Manchester United Football Club internally? Um, probably for 25 million euros is worth a punt. Th- that's probably around the fee we would get for Wan-Bissaka if we sold him. I think we could maybe a bit less, but I think we could probably get 15 to 20 million quid for Wan-Bissaka, um, which obviously is slightly less, but a similar amount to replace him with Jeremy Frimpong. I think that would be a fair trade. Um, we've had a couple of people mention the Sloppy Joe's live podcast at the weekend. Um, very well done to yourself, to Joe McGrath, to, to Ethan. I had a little cameo as well. Uh, Harry Hatchell says, yes, Jay, loved you, you scranning everything at the Sloppy Joe's live show. Yeah. I did get a decent scrum out of it, didn't I? Yeah, you got you know what I mean? Very well paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that chilli was lovely. <laughs> yeah. um, also, we've got John Shinney, who seems to be having quite a few conversations in here. Um, I, I, do, I think he's doing a watch-along. Are you doing a watch-along, John Shin? Get involved in the chat and let us know. Uh, just another football fan who's been a member of the first team for 28 months. Right. This is going back to the Jaden Sancho point. says, it's easy to forget with Sancho that he's still young. Most players at his age are on their second or third loan, trying to break through at their team. Mm. It's, a good, it's a good point to remember that, because like Jesse Lingard was making his debut about 23-1 if United. Yeah. So it's easy to forget... Um, that, you know, Jadon Sancho is still relatively young. Um, 
John Hemingway says, I heard that if you win the Manscapes pack in 12 days of paddock, Jay will come round to your house and do the first shave while singing Silent Night. What a surprise. Facts. Just facts there. PR facts. Um, it's not just frame pong that we've been linked with, though, is it? Hey, we don't just get linked with one player. We're Manchester United, yeah. We do things differently. We've also got... Um, Casado. Now, this is the kid, Moises Casado, who we were linked with a few years ago, weren't we? Yeah? He went to Brighton for a relatively low fee. Yeah. And now we're being linked with him again for about 60 million quid. Fuck off. I mean, it's it's it, that's just typical United, that, isn't it? Not doing it. I'm no. not having that. He's not that good. He's all right. He's a decent player. He had a decent game against United when they beat us. He's a decent player. But 60 million quid for, for what? He's yeah. okay. He's quite good. He's like, I, I can't say more than that. He's not worth 60 million quid in, in any market. How much did they pay for him? Wasn't it like 10 million or 4 million? It wasn't a lot. I'm just, like, I'm just trying to look it. Because United were linked with him um, and he went to, to, to Brighton instead. Does it say roughly? Can we get that on the screen there? Oh, excellent. That's his, that's his stats so far this season. Um, I don't know if we can get his, his transfer fee up as well at some point. But It says undisclosed when I had a look earlier. We'll see if we can but find out. Have a little links. Google, see if we can find out, lads. Um, he's played 22 Premier League games. Mm. So it's a pun. Mm. Also, I mean, he's, he's still young. He's 21. He's, a young, he's, he's young. He's improving. He's a good player, but come on. What's his ceiling? How good can he be? Do you think this kid could be... Amazing. Top, top shit. Um, no. I think he could be a good player and yeah. I think he could get games for Man United. But 60 million quid's a lot to sit behind Casemiro on the bench, isn't it? It's a lot of yeah. money. I mean, okay, maybe. I think it was a 4.5 million deal I've just seen there. Yeah, that's I, what I thought it was something like that. I've done a Google. Um, um, yeah, 4.5 million euros is the suggested fee there on transfer market. I mean, what? Yeah. Like, we're not... Uh, 5 million euros, yeah, 4.5 million pounds. Sorry, 4.5 million pounds, yeah. yeah. That's just... We could have got him for that two years ago. And I appreciate that sometimes a player has to go to Brighton to, to improve and, and excel, but and then they can be worth a lot more a couple of years down the line. But he's not proven himself to be worth 15 times what he was worth two years ago, has no. he? No. Like, he just hasn't. If he was worth 4.5 million two years ago, he's probably worth 25 million now. Because he's yeah. proven himself to be pretty good. But he's inconsistent and he makes a lot of mistakes. He's a good player and he had a very good game against United, which I think has clouded the judgment of some United fans. But he's not that good week in, week out, as far as, I, as, far as I've ever seen. Samuel anyway. Ingram says, Jay, Moises Casado is the new N'Golo Kante. And then a, that emoji, that emoji, that emoji, and a fire emoji. I don't agree. I, you know, listen, I understand sometimes you take a punt on a youngster and you might get, you know, the new N'Golo Kante or whatever, or the next N'Golo Kante. From what I've seen of Moses Casino, it looks all right. Let's not forget as well, about 18 months ago, everyone was twerking for uh, Basuma yeah. from Brian. Well, we've was, got to get Basuma. Oh, mate, you've got to get... We've got, why are we not getting Basuma and getting 40 million quid? What's the matter with you? Get Basuma's mint. Yeah. I remember seeing Old Trafford thinking, he's all right, he's not all that. He's a bit wasteful mm. possession. And he's gone to Spurs and warming their bench. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you think, would he have come at United and tore it up? There's a lot of pressure coming to United. We just spoke about Jaden Sancho. Smashing it in um, in Germany in the Bundesliga for Dortmund, struggling a little bit at United. It happens to players when they come, and I don't ever seen enough from Casado to say that he's the, the the answer for our midfield. Listen, if he comes, I'll get behind him. We get behind all Manchester United signings, but I think there's better players available. Um, should we talk about Cody Gakpo? Yeah. Um, and this it seems that we've got a, a 
Right, we've got this plan B. Right, go on, you can talk us through this. This is the kid from, is it from Milan? Yeah. Go on. Um, uh, Liao is, is is the sort of the second option Portuguese player. Um, it says 14 goals last season, seven already this season. Yeah. He's, he's, he seems to be an improving player. I think he's 22 years old. Um, he, he looks to be a, a good young player, Rafael Liao. He's but, 23, sorry. He's just 23, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I like him. I think he's good. Well, he's sweet. Yeah. I think that Gakpo is probably better. But again, mm. I just... It's, the isn't, the market isn't this for wingers thing, is so weird Isn't this thing as well, like, Gakpo is around 40, 50 million quid. Yeah. You're going to probably pay more for this geezer from Milan, aren't you? Probably about the same, yeah. Right. It doesn't, I don't know. It just seems weird, this, this yeah. one to me. I get it. I get if you don't get Cody Gakpo, you have to get someone. But I also feel like we have to get someone who is, we're certain is good enough. Now this, you know, Laz doing all right. I think he scored, he scored for Portugal not long ago. Um, when was it he scored uh, against Ghana mm. in the 3-2 win? You know, I don't really like judging players too much off World Cup games. No. Because you can play against literally championship players. England beat Senegal the other day. Great. Good result. Loving it. In that Senegal team were players that are not Premier League level. Mm. Literally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, one of their best players in the championship. Yeah. So, you have to be a little bit careful. Like, obviously, if you're playing in a World Cup game against Brazil and you're banging in a hat-trick, then I think we can say you're a very good player. But if you're playing in the group stages and you're doing all right, I don't think that should have any bearing on whether you're good enough to play for Manchester United. No. What we should be looking at is what he's doing at Serie A. He looks like he's doing well. Again, though, is he the answer long-term? I'm not so sure. I don't know enough about him to make a full judgment. So yeah. please do get involved in the chat in the comments. Let us know. Um, Divas Waller makes a good point here. He says, Jay, I will back anyone who Eric Ten Hag wants. I get that. Yeah, I understand that. I didn't know a lot about Tyro Malassia. Good signing. Didn't know. I didn't know a lot about Lissandro Martinez, and now I can't live without him. Yeah. So I understand that. But I think if you're going to ask me, you know, do we, what do you make of this signing? I've got to be honest. Yeah. Same. Uh, Samuel Ingram says, "Jay, if we don't get Cody Gakpo, we can get Dusan Vlahovic and Victor Osimhen." I think that's an or in it, not both of them. Osimhen's price is just yeah, stratospheric. If, if forty million is too much for Gakpo, why don't you get Vlahovic, who'd be probably 60, 70 million, and Osimhen, who'd be a hundred? Like if you can't afford one, why don't you buy someone who's twice as expensive? Yeah, I don't think that's really Oss Oss Ossiman, either or is it? The problem with Ossiman um, is he 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 cost is Napoli, is that isn't it? Yeah, he cost Napoli like was it seventy million going up to eighty million? Yeah. they're not going to take a loss on him. They want a profit on him because he's done relatively well there. So you've got to spend towards hundred million for someone who you're not even certain is is good enough. Yeah. If we're spending towards hundred million on a striker. I want someone, right, who is almost like a banker. Like someone who's done it in the Premier League or done it at top level over like the last three or four years consistently and you go, that, that guy just gets your goals. The problem with that is, though, name them. Who is that player? Because there aren't many that aren't either ageing, haven't already been and failed in the Premier League, or who are available. They really just are so few. Like Barca, their main striker is 34, 35-year-old Lewandowski. Mm -hmm. Real Madrid, it's 34-year-old Benzema. Bayern Munich, it's currently, I think, Chupo Moting's their top scorer this season. And they've Jesus just got Christ. Sadio Mane, who's, I think, th uh, turning 30 this year. Um, 
City striker is obviously just gone there. He's not leaving anytime soon. Haaland. Arsenal have just got City's backup striker as their main striker. They really Chelsea have just got on Kunku, haven't they? Chelsea have just got on Kunku again, who's there? massively again. He's, he's a sort of a, a number ten, yeah, number yeah, nine sorry, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, hybrid. Yeah, but that. again, he's unproven. He's sort of Osimhen levels of proven. He, he went to. Um, PSG didn't do very well, then went to the Bundesliga, did really well. Um, but like, there's just a bit of a lack of proven up and coming strike, not proven and up and coming because you can't really be both, but like that level of like when we bought Lukaku, he'd yeah. done enough, uh, enough clubs where you go, okay, he's banging in goals for West Brom, he's banging in goals for Everton, this guy's probably capable of banging in a few goals for United. There just aren't many in the world. Would the you have a different type of player then in someone like Yal Felix? Because he's been linked with United. Yeah. And he's around that 85 million quid mark, I think. And he's someone that is slightly more proven. Yeah. And even though he's He's not an out-and-out, out, you know, no. lead the line, he's, get your head on stuff, striker up, by any stretch of the imagination. He's proven himself to maybe not be quite the player people thought he was. But that's when people thought he might be the best player in the world. Yeah. He's probably not. No. But again, for 75, 80 million quid, you're not would buying you, best you, player in the world. Would you have him? I think about it. You, are, you make a great point. Yeah. Because it's, you know, when you say that, I'm thinking and I'm like, Everyone who I can think of. Mbappe. We He's the getting. one. Mbappe yeah. is the one that is somewhat available. It's obviously doesn't want to stay at PSG for his whole life. And also, uh, is Is there any enough. way of... Sorry to insult you. Is there any way of getting that on? Can we get that on? The, the Yeah? The Stick it on. Croatia, yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to penalties. We'll, we'll try and give you an update if on that. If you're watching this live. Um, yeah. But Mbappe's the only one that is like... Seems like he could leave the club he's at. He's also hugely proven. Is young and is brilliant. But he's going to cost you 150 million quid. Deal yeah. summit, right? I won't put it past United to do that. What? Go on. Get Mbappe. Like, I'd, I wouldn't put his favourites by any means. I wouldn't. Right. But when you think of, think around Europe. Yeah. What big team, what teams buy like already massively established, world-class, huge names consistently? Yeah. No one does it as much as United. No. Barcelona do it, but they get them on the way down. Yeah, I mean United have done that a little bit as well, but like United have got Ronaldo, Varane, Casemiro. We bought Sancho when he was the sort of not quite Mbappe levels of promise, but like the most promising winger in the world or attacking midfielder in the world when we bought him. We yeah. bought Pogba, we bought Zlatan, we bought Lukaku, we bought Di Maria. No one else is doing this. Yeah, there is no other club in the City aren't doing it. No. City winning everything by play, buying players you've never heard of until Haaland. Yeah, right. That's different. Liverpool aren't doing it. No. Real Madrid used to do it. And then the last time they spent a load of money, they bought people like Jovic and Ferland Mendy. And, Hazard. Uh, and I know Hazard. Hazard was a big name. But, Hazard's the, but Hazard's like the last big one yeah. they bought. No, you're right. They, they wanted Mbappe. They didn't get him. Barcelona do it, but they get people on free and they get people, you know, oh God, weird sort of dodgy shit. Mess in a minute. It's, like it's PSG, deferring wages and all sorts. United... And that's kind of it, buying big name players consistently. Yeah. So I know Mbappe is probably too good for United at the minute in terms of he could go to a club that's more guaranteed trophies. But it, I wouldn't put it past United to try to get Mbappe because not many clubs buy names like that. And United is definitely one of them. Yeah. As much as we convince ourselves, we won't. No one thought we'd get Casemiro. We did. Um, oh, do you know what? I'm not gonna do, we're not going to do a watch long for penalties because I'm going to be honest with you. I like the World Cup and I like penalties, but I'm stretching the... I, the, 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 I like penalties. Yeah, the, my... my um, Do you think we could go after Mbappe? You make a good point, a good case. And I think, you know, everyone hates on United and everyone dismisses United as, as being big players in the transfer market. But the fact is, I'm not saying we'll get Mbappe, but the fact is there are only about five or six clubs, if that, that are on Real Madrid's level. Because, you know, he could go to Madrid or he doesn't go to Madrid. 
He could go to, you know, he could go to a lot of other clubs who've got better teams than us. Yeah. But in terms of size, the top sort of five or six clubs in the world are Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, Juve, Bayern Munich, maybe uh, push the Scousers. Yeah. I mean, in terms it, of fan base, you know, crowds, all that other stuff. And, uh, you know, United are one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. And, History, everything. And Juve are in about as much disarray as United are yeah. at the minute. Like, it's just, that, those are the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. Now, people don't want to talk about it, though, because United are just rubbish and blah, 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 and all this stuff, but we are. And that's part of the selling point. That's why you can convince someone like, okay, money always plays a part, but someone like Zlatan to come or, yeah. you know, Di Maria the to leave Real Madrid or Casemiro to leave Real Madrid. Varane. Or, yeah. Fucking like, loads. <coughs> it's not easy to get players to leave Real Madrid and come to, to your club, but we've no. done it, what, three times with um, is it Di Maria, Casemiro and um, Varane. Yeah. Like, because you're coming to one of the biggest clubs in the world. Everyone knows who United are. You know what they're about. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You, the only club in, in, in England where you can come here and play in front of 70-odd thousand fans every week. It's not happening if you go and sign for City. No. Do you know what I mean? So there is that. I think the, the, the trouble you have for me with Mbappe is I just feel that there'll be other clubs who are more attractive in the market for him. Who do you think it would be? Because Real Madrid have... They went for him all out, didn't they? Yeah. And he basically went... Nah, fuck off. I think they could come back in for him now. You think? I think they could. The trouble you have in Madrid, I don't know the situation there. Who's the kid, the, the guy who's, is it Florentino Perez? Yeah. Who's, you know, a lunatic. They make all these promises and it's like, I'll get you in. I'll do this. We'll do that. Now, maybe there's not that sort of ability because of what's happened with the Super League and all that other stuff. But I still feel like Madrid could come in. You're probably, you're probably looking at it and you go, okay, if Chelsea get in Kunku, would they go in for Mbappe as well? Todd Burley's off his head. Yeah. I'm surprised me if he went, we'll get him. Mm. Well, Mbappe, I saw him at the World Cup, he's men game. So you might have to go up against them. I know it's not like that. And also when a player like Mbappe comes in involved or, or on, on the market, then everyone comes out of the woodwork, don't they? Yeah, Maybe Barca. the Scousers get a load of money as well from their takeover. Maybe they go in for it. Maybe Barca have another president comes in who goes, I'll tell you what we're going to do, we'll pull a load more levers and we'll get you killing Mbappe if you vote for me. So I don't expect it to happen, but... Do you know you never know. Uh who's your Wally of the Week? Ooh. Wally of the Week. It's a good question, that. Who's yours first? Have you got one? Yeah. Go on. Do you know what, right? You know me. I don't want to make things political. No, but I am sick of this nonsense about all these strikes and people digging them out and having a go at them and going, oh, why are they striking? I know it's inconvenient. I don't like anything, but you've got people like nursing stuff who are on food banks and everything. It's just minging, isn't it? Yeah. And you've got all these people, like the government writing off 40 billions worth of PPE things or whatever, or just, you know, equipment that was no good. It's don't worry about that and giving all these tax breaks to the rich. And then we're demonising, we're demonising these workers who just want paid at sort of, you know, that they, they deserve. I'm just not into it, man. I just, I think there's a narrative going that I, I don't agree with. And I've, you know, strikes have hurt me as well, but I think that's part of the sacrifice. Go on. Yeah, and I think you can say, oh, it's annoying that that strike's on, or yeah. it's, it's inconvenienced me, but you'd, you've still, for me, still back the reason they're doing it. Yeah, of course, man. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, that was, the, that was a penalty, like... I'm not bothered. That was like five-a-side warm-up. Is that Berbatov, that? Berbatov against Everton at Wembley, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, uh, my one of the week is is people that have, and and there's many of them that present on this channel, that constantly say how shit Gareth Southgate is and that he shouldn't manage England. Because I, other than watching England win loads of games at tournaments, 
what do you actually want from an England manager? Should we get someone that's managed Real Madrid in Fabio Capello, who did fuck all? Yeah. Should we get someone that's meant to be the sort of the modern thinker manager in Sven Goran Eriksson, who won fuck all? Or should we get someone who's actually a bit of a shit Premier League manager who, for whatever reason, can consistently win games and, and, and create an England team that, for some reason, is now capable of winning matches at knockout tournaments all the time. Yeah. He's won as many knockout games, or has won as many games in tournaments as any manager for England. Yeah. We've got to semi-final, final. Yes, we've got France. We might not get through that because they are just maybe the best team in the world. Yeah. But, like, Gareth Southgate is comfortably the best England manager yeah. in my lifetime by a mile. So, like, what could you have done better? Well, we could have won the last two tournaments, but that's um, that's pretty unlikely, isn't it? I yeah. just think the knock, the, 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 dis, the dissing that Southgate gets from everyone all the time, I just don't understand it. I absolutely don't understand it. Just enjoy watching England win for once. No, I can't. You know what I like about England is I don't hate this team. Yeah. I'm not that... I like. I want England to win, but I'm not like, England and St. George and me out. But I hated some of the teams that I watched growing up mm. England, Gerard and Terry and players that I fucking despised. Mm. Um, and this team now, you know, the, the, even the players that play for like the Scousers and for City, I don't, you know, they don't bother me that much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just seem like just okay lads who obviously play for a club that I hate. So yeah, there is a likability factor. Uh, we have got an event coming up on the 30th of December. Uh, myself, Joe Smith, Anna McCullough, Stephen Howison, and also Brian McClare. A Manchester United legend, Brian McClare, is going to be in Dublin on the 30th of December. There's a link in the chat. Get involved. Come and join us. Uh, if you don't know as well, Croatia have gone through beating Japan on penalties. They're through to the World Cup. Um, is that Quarter the quarterfinals? They're through to. Uh, so, yeah, come and join us in Dublin as well. Uh, 30th of December. There's a link in the description and a link in the chat. Joe, where can people find you? Uh, Sloppy Joe's on YouTube. Um, and just, uh, just walking around the roads. Yeah, walking, really? wandering the streets. Yeah, Woolworths and that. Woolworths and that. Don't forget as well to check out the 12 Days of Paddock where you can win yourself some lovely money. That's been Joe. I've been Jay. This has been Stretford Paddock. Don't forget to hit like, share and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.